This episode of Relativity is made possible through the support of Stephen and Catherine Farris, Bill Cariola, and Michael W. McClure. And by listeners like you, who support us through Patreon. Learn how you can support this series and get exclusive content by visiting patreon.com slash relativity. Did you hear? I did. A, a diagnostic panel. Yes, and if it's working, we can find out more about what's going on and maybe maybe use the electronics there to make some repairs. Can you tell me if it would be above me or below me or... Uh, hey, Sophia, can you hear that? I, I'm not sure. What am I listening for? It's the weird sounds I heard in the habitat. I'm hearing it in the passageway right now. From a specific direction? No, it's like it, it, it's all around me. Did you hear that? Sophia, tell me you can hear that. Relativity, episode 13, in which good news quickly turns to bad. I'm sorry, Chris. I don't. I'm not picking up anything except for your voice. No, you, you have to. If I'm hearing it, you should be able to hear it, right? And there it goes. I honestly did not hear anything besides your voice and the ambient sounds of the passageway. If we had everything up and running here, we'd be able to do a more detailed analysis, but you know what our restraints are. I do. Was it all exactly as before? It was, including Deepa's voice calling my name. Then forgive me for invoking pure logic, but that does seem to narrow our range of explanations for the phenomenon. Yeah, if nobody can hear it but me. So, I am alone on this ship except for her ghost. Do you uh, believe in ghosts? Oh, no. Never have. Okay, let's not start now. (laughs) I think you and I both know that hallucination is by far the most likely explanation. Yeah, I know, and I, I don't care for the implications of that very much. I understand, but at the risk of sounding callous, we can't begin to diagnose or treat your problems until we resolve these problems with the ship. I agree. I agree completely. So just just understand I'm still kind of shaken up by what I just heard, by, by what all my senses tell me I heard. I am sensitive to your emotional state. Let's, let's just concentrate on the mechanical task at hand if at all possible. I will do my best. And, uh, oh, and in case you're wondering, what I had found just before I started hearing voices again was a square, a rounded square about a meter on each side, ever so slightly recessed into the bulkhead. That's what we're looking for. I'm shining my light on it, but I do not see any kind of a keyhole or switch or button next to it or, or anything. You just press it in. Push on the whole thing. Yep, that's right. Okay, holding onto the girder so I can... Okay, pushing on the square. Whoa! What happened? It, it slid neatly out of the way, and now... Holy smoke. Is there a screen of any kind in there? There certainly is, and get this, it's lit up. It's working. Yeah. Yes. Finally. How yes. about that? Quiet, please! Your friend was right about this thing having its own power source. What's on the screen right now? Oh, so many things. Numbers, long lists of numbers, and words, many of them in Russian. And you never learned Russian. Uh, you Namnoshka Paruski. Namnoshka? Then how have you... Never mind. <laughs> Another time. Look, I, I don't know what a lot of the English words here mean. There, there are initials, I guess, or acronyms or nicknames. Give us an example. 
Uh, first column says RTN space DGNSTC. Okay, that's routine diagnostic. That's good. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, under that it says nominal. Really? It means the diagnostic program is working, not that anything else is. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. And uh, some of the text on the screen is in red. Should I be reading that first? Yes, skip down to that, please. Uh, the red text says INTRPT space TRNK space numeral five. Are you getting this? Interrupt trunk five. Okay. That That's very helpful, Konyichni. That's telling us the system failure is in electrical trunk number five. That's that's good. I mean, that's bad. Bad that it happened, but good that we finally know where it is. What else does the red text say? Right under that interrupt trunk five line, it says JCTN, and then the Greek letter omega. At at least that looks like an omega to me. That's what it is, junction omega. Is this junction omega something we can get to? Uh, um, Give us a few minutes for a definitive answer on that. I have people looking for relevant diagrams now. Yeah, I have to keep reminding myself that you've been reduced to looking things up in actual paper books. For some things, yes, and it's inefficient, but the information does seem to be correct once we find it. I'm already nervous about what they're going to find when they find it. I mean, this Junction Omega thing, it's uh, it's its its going to be inside the ship, right? I won't know until they find the details of accessing Electrical Trunk 5. Because I'm not trained for, you know, going outside in any way. Yes, I... I have to say, now that I've had a chance to read some of your files more carefully, I can understand why you seem so unfamiliar with the ship's system and operations. I, I had all these friends who were going away forever, and then they they told me their ship's doctor had decided he could better serve humanity by joining the military. You know, I didn't have any family left. That's in your file, so I understand that. It's It's the agency I don't understand. Why would they send anyone out on a one-way mission with so little familiarity about the vessel's operations and protocols? It's just... I I still can't believe the agency allowed it. Well, it's not like the agency is by any means all wise and entirely honest. Don't don't get me started on that again, because I... Have you found the manual yet? No, and I see them going through all of our books. The indexing system usually works very well, so... I don't know what's taking them so long. Paper books. It's a wonder we ever found anything we were looking for. They have their advantages. Oh yeah, we brought quite a few along. A lot of us on this ship, and I'm one of them. We just love the the feel and the smell, you know. Of, uh... Me too. Oh, and oh, oh, here comes a. This is trunk five. Runs almost the entire length of the ship, and that's junction omega. Okay, um, Konichni. We're confirming that Electrical Trunk 5 is almost certainly the site of the problems you're experiencing. And you're going to tell me how we can fix it. You will have to go to Junction Omega. And where is that? On the extreme leading edge of the entire ship, as far forward as you can go. That's the bridge. Only beyond that. You mean on the, uh, the nose, the bow, the prow, whatever you call it. As far forward as you can go. And, and, and I can get to that somehow from inside the ship. I'm afraid not. Sophia, no. I, I, am, good at, I am good at fixing things, yes. But things like, like laser knitting a broken femur or, or removing a cataract. But, it, but in normal gravity with lights all around me and I know where everything is and there are people helping me. We will talk you through every step of the spacewalk. Yeah, but you can't actually hand things to me out there. There's an EVA toolkit that's largely robotic. It will make sure you have everything you need. 
great, fantastic, but it can't hand me courage. And I got to be honest with you, this is the most frightening thing I've ever even contemplated. Chris, I'm sorry, but you really don't have any choice. Relativity, episode 13, in which good news quickly turns to bad, starred Alana Jordan and Lee Shackelford, who also wrote the script. Also heard in this episode were Clarence Brown, Kyle Jones, and Stephanie Lindsay. Special thanks to Maureen Hannon. Find out much more about this series at relativitypodcast.com. Relativity.